You can do better. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Is anybody excited to be in the house of God tonight? Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. This is going to be your best year thus far. Uh-uh. Am I in the right place? I said this will be your best year thus far. It will happen to you according to the power of your amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I, I want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Somebody's trying to make sure that their amen is very powerful. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to um, especially um, thank um, Pastor Kingsley and uh, yes, yes, and Pastor Mildred for inviting us again, amen, back to uh, gaining momentum, hallelujah, back to David's Christian Center. It's a great honor. Thank you. We don't take it for granted. We, uh, every time we come, we feel at home. I feel free. That's the truth. I feel free. It's not every place I go, I feel as free, oh. But this one, I feel free. Hallelujah. I feel like I just flow. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, I feel like you have received us with an open heart. And I feel happy. Amen? Is anybody happy in the house? I hope you know your pastors are precious people. I hope you know your pastors are in high demand all over the world. Let others not appreciate them more than you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They're great people. They're in, in high demand. Uh, last, last year was something else. Canada, U.S., global. Amen? So for them to be here with you, remember, they are precious people. Amen? Always appreciate them very well. Hallelujah. And whenever you, when you have extra cash, make sure you channel the cash also in that direction. Say amen. It's not bad if they have 20 cars. It's not bad. Uh-uh. Is it bad? If they have 50 houses, is it bad? Hallelujah. Just make sure you bless them and bless them and bless them. And as you do that, God will keep blessing you. Say amen. Hallelujah. We had a great time at the Island Center. It's like you're not so happy I went to the island center. Is there any form of competition going? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you telling me we're, we're going to have a greater time here? Is that what you're saying? Uh -huh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Island versus mainland. It is well. Glory be to God. 
I brought my, my beautiful wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I love the way your camera people move, the video people. When I said about my beautiful wife, the way she ran here, poor, just, and they're all young, young people with interesting hairstyle. <laughs> Glory to God. I think we have to change our hairstyle so that we're able to even your hair, you know. Hallelujah. Next time you see me, I'll have braid. I'll braid this thing. I'll braid it. Someone is wondering, which hair are you braiding? <laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. How will you laugh this year? I'm wondering. By the time God has finished with you this year, how will you laugh? How will you laugh? By the time God has finished with you, how will you be laughing? Show me how you will laugh when God has finished your... Glory to Jesus. You know, let me explain how it works. It's called prophetic action. The way you laugh now, you will provoke something. So that something will happen that will, that will meet that laugh. In other words, something has to happen to meet the laugh that you're laughing. So if you laugh this level, they will meet you here. If you laugh here, they'll meet you here. Hey! Ha 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 Raise it oh Raise it oh Raise it Ha Glory to God Ah, this year you will laugh, you will laugh, oh, you will laugh, you will laugh. You will laugh to the bank. And even more importantly, you will laugh from the bank. Because some people laugh to the bank. Uh-huh. But your own, you will laugh from the bank. Say amen, somebody. Glory to Jesus. The Lord spoke some things to me, you know, uh, and I, and I gave that word in the, in the island church, but you are one body. Uh-huh. So, um, 10, a 10 year achievement in 10 months. <laughs> 10 year achievement in 10 months. Which means that by the last day of October, listen, just believe, just believe the rest, God will guide your steps 
and orchestrate. Don't give yourself a headache. Just believe. How can God, how can God do what would take 10 years and 10 months? Do you know who you are talking about? Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. What did I say? 10 years what? Property release and transfer. Yeah. Yeah. Property release and property transfer. This year, property is coming into your hands. And a lot of land, a lot of land, a lot of land. You will take, you will take possession. You will take possession. You will take possession in the name of Jesus. And then, number three, strategic alignment. Yeah. Already, the angels have started working already. Strategic alignments. Get ready because you're going to meet some people. Very important connections. Very important connections are going to happen. And most of these alignments will happen in the first quarter of this year. Because, because there's a reason for the alignment, right? And the things that must happen this year as a result of the alignments. So God has to move quickly, first three months, to cause alignments. So that you'll see from that moment, you will notice that what used to look like stagnation. You see, because when there's alignment, what you have is speed. Speed kicks in when you're in alignment. You know, once, it's like, it's like Peter, once Peter entered alignment, he caught fish like he had never in his life caught before. It was all about alignment. So you're going to meet some people, even relations, relationships, marital relationships, get ready. Because I hope you realize that marriage is about destiny. Are you ready for alignment? Say, I step into my alignment in the name of Jesus Christ. Say, I enter alignment. I enter destiny alignment in the name of Jesus. Shout hallelujah. Now, if you brought in any form of symptom of sickness whatever it is you don't have to leave this place with any sickness did you hear what i said i don't care how long i don't care if it's a chronic situation by the end of this service i expect you to walk out of this premises without sickness i hope you understand what i'm saying can you agree with me can you hook up with me if we hook up God is here. It will happen. Is somebody here with me? Hallelujah! Alright, before you sit down, just bless three people with laughter before you sit down. All right.
How many of you have you have expectations for 2024? Let me see your hands. Wave your hands. Hallelujah. I was teaching something yesterday on the island center and I was going to just do the same. But this afternoon I felt the Lord speaking to me and giving me something specific for you. Hallelujah. So you can always go back and listen to the other message, you know, but, but there's something that the Lord just began to move me in this direction. And the message, if, if I give you a title, it will be how to maximize your expectations in 2024. How to maximize your expectations in 2024. In other words, what to do so that you move from expectation into manifestation. You hear what I said? What to do so that you move from expectation into manifestation. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So, there are five things I'm going to talk about. All right. There's one in particular I'm going to spend some extra time because I feel it's, it's very important that we, that we kind of major in that area. All right. But there are five things I just mentioned. Hallelujah. All right. And these things have to do with our expectation. Expectation. You must have expectation. Hallelujah. If you expect nothing, you get nothing. Hallelujah. If you have vague expectations, you will have vague results. Hallelujah. If it's, see, the Bible says your, your expectations shall not be cut off. There's an expectation that you must have when you are walking with God, you should have expectation. God needs you to expect something from him. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. God is not intimidated by your expectations. Glory to God. Actually, God is excited when you have enough audacity to come to God and expect a, a huge thing. Hallelujah. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And there's a strong connection between your expectation and your faith. Show me somebody who's truly in faith. I will show you someone who's not frowning. Hello? You cannot be depressed and tell me you are in faith at that moment. It's not possible. Show me someone who is truly in faith. I'll show you someone who is excited. Hallelujah. Who has a spring in their step. Say amen, somebody. Someone who's bouncing, the bouncing of the Holy Ghost. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Why? Because there's something about expectation. It affects your whole disposition. When you are in expectation, you, you, your whole body shows it. Hallelujah. Your expression, your voice, the tone of your voice, even the aura around you radiates expectation. Say amen. Even the molecules around you will know this person is expecting something. Hallelujah. So expectation is important. We have to expect. So let me show you a scripture. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Verse 1. Hebrews 11 verse 1. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. That word hope, that hope there is expectation. Hallelujah. Faith is a substance of your expectation. 
Faith is a substance of your expectation. Glory to God. So when you believe God, it's not enough. Your believing should take you to another level of what? Expectation. Hallelujah. I don't just believe God. Listen, you know, when it comes to expectation, expectation begins to become specific for each person. Our faith is the same, but our expectation will start to shift from person to person because we're all expecting different things from God. The same faith, different expectations. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So when it comes to expectations, then you start getting more specific. When it comes to expectations, then you are giving your faith something to focus on. Hallelujah. I believe I've been healed by the stripes of Jesus. Okay, but my case is different from this other person's case. So this person is expecting to be free from cancer. This one is expecting to be free from asthma. But it's the same faith in the word of God. Does that make sense? Same thing with prosperity. Same thing with your job. Different assignments. Different businesses. But the faith remains the same. We believe God is our source. Say amen. God is my source. Say God is my source. Say no man can ever be my source. Do you believe that? You know if you believe what you just said now, you will not steal. And you will not need to lie. Hallelujah. Because God is your source. Hello somebody. If you believe what I just said now, you wouldn't need to dress naked to find a man. Am I correct? Am I talking? Am I talking here? Because if God is your source, you don't need to bring anything else to be your source. Are you getting me? Do you get it? All right. Praise the Lord. What am I saying? Faith is the basis of character. Godly character is not possible if you don't have faith in God. The reason I will not steal is because God will supply my nature. Why should I steal? Hallelujah. So the stronger your faith, the stronger your character. That's how it works. But then we must now move to the place of expectation. So I want to talk about expectation. How to maximize your expectations. So that by the end of 2024, you will not feel frustration. Instead, you will feel fulfilled. Glory be to God. You will see results this year in Jesus' name. So there are five areas I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about, like I said. Number one is, can I get somebody up here? Just bring a chair for me. Just come up with a chair. I think I've done this before, but it bears repetition, right? Just, just put the chair right there. And then, yes, just, just stay. Don't go, don't go, don't go. Hallelujah. Found, someone say foundation. The first thing I need you to do is please write down your expectations. Hallelujah. This year, write it down. Don't worry. It doesn't mean that everything you write down, right, at this moment, is according to the will of God, though. But write it down. God is going to help you. 
Just start from somewhere. You see, you have to start the journey. I have found out something. You cannot steer a stationary car. The car has to be moving. It's better, listen, it's even better to be moving in the wrong direction than not move at all. And be trusting God. Because when you're moving, God will guide you. Hallelujah. When you don't move, you stay there. And you don't make progress. So listen, write it down. Write down your expectations. Do not spare. Hallelujah. Think big. Say amen. How many of you can believe God that, that before the end of this year, you have your own house? I lost 60% of you. I lost 60% of you. You see what I just did now? I lost 60% of you. You could not get excited. Some of you are still looking at me and saying, eh. mm, mm, mm. The house, my house, my own house, me. Chukode, me, Chukode, eh, me. If you're Chukode, please don't be annoyed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I mean, is it possible? Can God do it? So God can organize for you to have your own house by the end of this year. Is it possible? So get excited now. see the problem your expectation shall not be cut off but what if there's no expectation listen write it down do you know writing it down is a step of faith even when you're not sure about certain things write it down at least you know good things I mean you know good things uh, hey now do you want good things uh, write it now Have you got it? All right. Faith is a substance. That word substance means foundation. It means support system. Faith is the foundation or support system of what? Things. Someone say things. Someone say things. Things expected. All right. Whatever you expect must have what? Foundation. Or else it will not last past January. I'm telling you. So the first thing we must do is make sure we get a foundation for the things that we expect. That's my one. Come. So this is hope. And this is faith. All right, sit down. Glory to Jesus. Has the faith carried the hope? Yes. What if this chair wasn't strong enough for him? What will happen? It will fall. Some people don't have enough faith to sustain their hope. They have expectation, but no foundation. There must be foundation. Now, how do I get to that place where I ensure that the foundation is strong enough to carry my hope? You must go to God in prayer. This month of January, don't let it pass you. Make out a time. I know you're going to have corporate prayer time. That's fine. But you must have your personal time. Personal prayer time. And take that list. The list you're talking about, right? When you write that list, take that list and place it somewhere and start praying. Bring it to God. Let me tell you the good news. 
if there's something on that list that is outside the will of God, he will tell you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you won't lose. Bring that list. Don't worry. Because if God removes something from that list, I can assure you he'll put something else. Come on, somebody. You here with me? Write that list there and then come before God and then pray. Commit it to God. Say, Lord, I need foundation. Lord, I need foundation. And what is foundation? You see, the Bible says faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Which word of God? The Rema word of God. In other words, God will quicken something to your spirits. So when you bring that list and go before God and start praying, He will start speaking. You may have to remove some things and you may have to add some things. But by the time you finish, you will have the right list. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. But not just the right list. Now, you will have a witness in your spirit. That witness is your foundation. That is the Rema word of God. God will show you exactly what he wants to do with your life in 2024. And when God speaks that to you, that is faith. That's your foundation. So now, you have hope, but you have faith that can sustain it. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So that's number one. Get the foundation for your hope. I'm giving you a very practical step. Alright? Write it down. Don't be afraid. A lot of people are afraid of writing things down because their faith is weak. Write it down. Go ahead and write it down. Don't worry. If you miss it, he will help you. If you go off, he will correct you. When you pray over a list like that, you will notice there are some things on that list you are no longer excited about. Deep excitement. And then while you're praying, some other things will start coming. Other ideas will come. And you find yourself, it's like you're shuffling, you're shuffling until you settle. You see, that settled list, Kaya Bahaya Sutta, that one is the one that will carry you for the rest of this year and you'll find yourself getting results every month say amen are you understanding what I'm saying will you do it but you have to pray oh. don't be lazy you have to pray you have to go you have to go before God and say Lord this is it I don't want this year to be like any other year I want this year to be full of results so Lord I present this to you this is what I this is what I would like to see if there's anything here which is not which is not in line with your perfect will, Lord, you will show me. Please show me. But I want to step out this year. I want to do exploits this year. Put up TV. Put up Instagram. At least for some time. Say amen. Oh. Are you getting me? That's the first dynamic and it's the most important. The next, can I release you? I think, what's your name? Eh? Are you married? I knew he wasn't married. I'm just, how old are you? Okay. All right. It's not time here. Right, go, 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 go. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. You still have many things to do. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Number two, very important. Someone say imagination. You will take that list there and you will enter imagination phase. You will use your mind. God gave you mind for a purpose. Say man, oh. Let me tell you what imagination, imagination does. Hope is expectation, right? But often, the hope is vague. People just, I expect God to do me good. How? What imagination does, it, it helps to crystallize your expectation. It helps to define it. It helps to fine-tune it. It's like, this building. They didn't just start putting uh, metal and, and the tent and, and, the, and, the, and the nails together. Somebody had to sit down and visualize this place. And it is work. Visualizing is work. Are you with me? Actually, it's a very important work. Probably more important than the other kind of labor. Because if you don't visualize properly, you will build wrongly. Say amen, somebody. So you have to be bold enough to visualize a brighter future. Say amen, somebody. You have to put yourself in that picture. Put yourself in a better place than where you are now. Say amen. Do it on purpose. Not by accident. Visualize. God practices what I'm saying. Hallelujah. God will visualize first, even before God starts to speak. And we're meant to operate like God operates. Say amen. Let me show you some scriptures quickly. Genesis 15, verse 1. Genesis 15, verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am your, your shield and thy exceeding great reward. In other words, I am, I am your protection and I am your reward. Amen? The house is not your reward. The car is not your reward. The money is not your reward. Who is your reward? God. How I many of you know the house cannot give you fulfillment? It cannot. Oh. Amen? The car cannot give you fulfillment. So your actual, your real reward is God. His presence. Say amen somebody. You can't compare anything with his presence. Watch this. Go back there. Go back. He says, Fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield, thy exceeding great reward. Next verse. Abraham said, Lord God. Now watch this. He's troubled. He's troubled. Can I have the New King James? New King James. If you have it. Do you have New King James? All right. Let me have New King James. Yeah. He says, But Abraham said, Lord God. What? Imagine God shows up and tells you, I am your shield. And I am your reward. God is telling you. And what's on your mind is something else. Because I have issues. Lord, you're telling me you're my shield. You're my reward. I have problem. Hallelujah. Look at what he's saying. He says, what will you give me? Seeing I go what? Childless. You're telling me you're my shield, you're my reward. But I have no child. 
And the heir perhaps was Eliezer of Damascus. Next verse, watch this. Abraham said, look. He's now accusing God. He says, look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one body in my house is my heir. And yet you're telling me you're my shield. You're my reward. Some of you, you look guilty of this, what I'm saying. You look like you're guilty. Look at the next verse. Now watch this. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Next verse, watch this. So he brought him outside. He knows this guy has a problem. For God to help this man connect his faith well, he has to trigger something. Come outside. Let's go outside. Watch this. Look now toward heaven. Count the stars. So imagine Abraham goes outside, he's looking up at the stars, and God says, start counting. One, two, three, four, five, six. Have you noticed that when you look at the stars, the more you look, the more you see. Count the stars if you're able to number them. It says, so shall what your descendants be. What's he doing? He wants to trigger the power of what? Imagination. Because if you cannot get Abraham to imagine, Abraham will keep complaining. There's something about imagination that brings excitement. Say amen. And actually shows you a picture of a possibility. Imagination. Use your imagination. Use it well. Use it this year. Don't use it by accident. Don't be passive. Sit down. You know, I have times when I actually sit down and imagine. I visualize my future. And many times, I tell you something. When I visualize things, if it doesn't happen like I visualized it, it happens better. Say amen. God does what? Exceedingly, abundantly above all that you ask or what? Imagine. But when there's no imagination, what happens? God has nothing to work with. Somebody says, it's time to imagine. This kind of imagination is faith-based. It's an act of faith. It's called hope. Genesis 13 verse 14. Genesis 13 verse 14. And the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had... After Lot was separated from him. Now listen, this year, hmm, this year of alignment, some people will be separated though. Some people have to go because they are tampering with your vision. Oh Lord, help me. This year's destiny alignment, there are some people that cannot stay. You will notice a troubling in the atmosphere. You will notice, do you know that some people there, uh, you will wonder why we're not getting along. We're trying so hard. Because God himself will come and trouble the waters. Yeah. Because there are some people that cannot follow you to your destination. They cannot. They can't. Because they don't see what you see. They will drag you. You'll be moving, they'll be dragging you back because they don't see what you see. Hallelujah. Lot was one of such people. So God had to wait for a lot to go. And there's some things God cannot show you with the wrong people in your circle, in your inner circle. Your inner circle is very important to God. Because your inner circle is a circle of influence. And God cannot have you been influenced after he has released the seed. 
He can't allow you to have someone who's going to influence you against the seed. Amen. God is a businessman. He doesn't like to waste resources. Go back up there. Lift your eyes down and look and look from the place where you are northward, southward, eastward, westward. Get next verse. All the land which you see I give to you. Notice that this is more than physical sight. He says, just keep looking. Just keep looking. Just keep looking. He's stretching him. Someone say imagination. You know the good thing about imagination, there's no tax on it. There's no tax. It's free of charge. Hallelujah. <laughs> say amen. Nobody will charge you to imagine. Glory to God. You can imagine and you have nothing to lose. And you have a lot to gain. Hallelujah. Imagination. This year I want you to imagine good things. Imagine great things. When the devil wants to kill somebody, he will tamper with their imagination. Do you know that? Nobody commits suicide except they imagine something bad. So this imagination, God can use it and the devil can use it. And there's no vacuum. It's either you, you, you fill up your imagination with, with God things or satanic things will fill it up. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Glory be to Jesus. Joshua 6 verse 1. Hallelujah. Is somebody getting this? Are you really getting this? Important. Watch this. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. So what's going on here? You have Jericho. You have the wall of Jericho. You have the people of Jericho inside. And because they're scared of the, of the, of the, of the children of Israel, they locked the walls. They locked the gates and stayed inside. In other words, our walls will protect us. So from the outside, what the Israelites could see was just a wall. A concrete wall. This wall out here was, was, really, was really amazingly built. It was high and it was wide. It was impenetrable by natural means. And so they felt very secure. And the children of Israel must have felt, how are we going to access these people with this kind of fortified wall so all they can see with their physical eyes is what a wall amen i wonder what you are seeing right now that looks impossible because you have looked at it with your physical eyes and it looks what impossible now watch this so god wants them to go in and god has a pattern that he uses go back there it says next verse watch this so the Lord said to Joshua, see. Someone say see. see. That word see means imagine. Watch this. What does God want him to imagine? Look at it. I have what? Given Jericho into your hand. Imagine it. Look at the next one. I have given his king into your hand. Imagine it. In other words, Joshua was to imagine the king of Jericho under his leg. He had to imagine it. He had to imagine that somehow they have access to all the citizens of Jericho and they have enslaved them. They had to imagine it. Watch this. Go ahead. And the mighty men of Israel, in other words, you have conquered the whole army. Imagine it. Why? If you can't imagine it, I can't take you in. Oh Lord, help me somebody. Come on, come on, come on. 
God cannot take you where he cannot show you. You see, God has to show you. But for him to show you, you have to receive, you have to accept it. So God is, God will tell you what to imagine. But you have a choice to make. You can decide to say, oh no, it's not possible. This wall, this wall is too powerful. This wall is too great. There's no way. Haven't you seen, Lord, haven't you seen the wall? It's not possible. You see, wrong imagination will ensure you don't make progress in 2024. You have to shift your imagination. Say amen. Hallelujah. See, 2024 has been prepared for your success. See, millions and billions of money in different currencies have been laid in place for you in 2024. See, see, your husband will meet you somewhere in 2024. You will meet your wife somewhere in 2024. See, I don't mean the ones that are too young. You wait, wait, wait. I mean the other ones. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise the Lord. See, see the car you are driving in 2024. I went to one ministry, I was preaching. So the Lord just, just got me to test something. I said, okay, guys, okay. I said, uh, I just randomly called him. I said, come, what kind of car would you like to drive? And you know, the guy, by reflex, he said, I'd like to drive Honda Accord. So nobody, nobody got excited. And even the man that said he was not excited. Because that was his religious setting. Hallelujah. So I said, I paused. I said, you know what? Do it again. This time, use your imagination because I'm not going to charge you money. If you say you are driving Bugatti, will I charge you money? Is it not Bugatti inside your mind? Am I the one that will buy it? I said, don't be afraid. When, I, when the guy understood what I was saying, he went wild. The guy went and mentioned one car. I don't even know the name of the car. He mentioned one car like that. Hallelujah. What's going on? Our imagination out of religiosity, out of tradition, out of many years of being intimidated. Our imagination power has shrunken so that when we want to walk with God, we think so small and God cannot walk with us. We're thinking too small. You are, you are using where you came from to assess where you are going. No. I was, Pastor, I don't understand. You know, maybe you were born with a golden spoon or diamond spoon, but me, I was born with buckle spoon. It doesn't matter how you were born. It matters how you were born again. <laughs> Hallelujah! It's the second birth. Because this born again now, you are born into the family of God, the household of God. Your father is the richest personality in the universe. When your father gets bored, he just makes a new galaxy. If God were to sell the moon, will the profit be enough for you to launch out a powerful business? Hallelujah. Are you still here with me? Think, guys. Don't be limited this year. Stretch your mind. 
Hallelujah. And let God guide. You see, guidance comes from God, but he wants you to stretch. Hallelujah. Stretch. Stretch. Glory to God. I want you to stretch this year like you've never stretched before. You'll be amazed what will happen at the end of this year if you can stretch now in January. Stretch on the inside. Hallelujah. Are you still here with me? So that's number two is what? Imagination. That's hope. Number three is confession. Hallelujah. Now let me help you here. That imagination I told you about, write it down too. Write it down like a story. Let it be a story. An interesting story. Like a chapter of your life. Just write it down. How you entered 2024. And then things began to happen for you. How you were walking somewhere and you began to meet people. And then suddenly you discovered, in, you discovered new streams of income. And then this happened. Write it down. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Write it like a story, a very interesting story, so that ever so often you go back and what? Read the story. And it will be the story of your life. Say amen. amen. God will even give you a better story. Yes, yes, yes. Are you flowing with me so far? Number three is what? Confession. Why is it important to write it? Because when you write that story down, it gives you something to say. Amen? You start speaking in line with your imagination. Hallelujah. This year. Let me use something that, that, that is, let me leave the area of prosperity. Let's say, you know, somebody has a chronic disease. All right? You have to visualize yourself totally free from that disease. In other words, you have to, you have, you have to imagine yourself with, without the pain, without, without that particular symptom or that particular diagnosis. You have to imagine yourself free from it. And then you have to write it down. In 2024, I woke up one day and I realized all the symptoms that I had battled with for the past 10 years disappeared. It's an imagination. Write it down. Are you understanding my point? Write it down. So that, so that you wake up in the morning and say, yes, in 2024, all my symptoms are disappearing. All the disease is disappearing. In 2024, I am free from sickness. I am free. I'm totally free. I am healthy. I am enjoying divine health in Christ. Hallelujah. In 2024, I'm no longer taking medication because I don't need to take medication. Hallelujah. In 2024, my body is strong and healthy. I feel good. Say amen. Say I feel good. In 2024, I'm in my best shape ever. In 2024, I am healthy. I am strong. In 2024, you see, your confession should be like it has happened. 
Are you getting that? Say it like it has happened. Because when it comes to God, God starts from the end. And then God comes up, meets you where you are, and takes you to the end that he already prepared. Say amen. So say it like it has happened. Say it, start from January and say it. It may sound strange in your mouth at first, but after a while you get used to it. By the time you get to March, you are, you are used to it. Hallelujah. It becomes your vocabulary. Hallelujah. I find out with God, whatever you get used to, it's easier for you to receive from God. Number four. Well, let me give you a scripture for number three. Num Hebrews 10.23, quickly. Hebrews 10.23. Let us hold fast, what? The confession of our what? Hope. That word hope means what? Expectation. So what you're actually confessing is what you expect. Hold it. Hold it. Don't let anything shift or take it away from you. Hold it. Start from now. Hold it. Glory to God. Guys, believe me. What I'm telling you, uh, if you do it, many of you by next week, you have testimonies. Not the full testimony because the full testimony is going to, it's going to, it's going to unfold and it's going to develop. But by next, before the end of this month, I'm sure something will happen. You will notice something. But just do it. This is faith in action. Say amen. Number four. So number one is the foundation of our expectation. Number two is the imagination of our expectation. Number three is the confession of our expectation. Number four is the walk of our expectation. The walk of our expectation. There's work to do. Hallelujah. You have to do some work. But it's not the kind of work you were doing before. Because this is now a work of faith. And whenever you have a work of faith, what you have is a work of grace. Which means that you will sleep well or... Tell your neighbor, ask your neighbor, have you been sleeping well? Say this year, you will sleep well. Because God gives his beloved sleep. Tell the other one, say this year, you will snore. Let us stop, you see, when I said walk, uh, when I said the walk of our expectation, many of you thought when I said walk, what you heard was hard work. I didn't say hard work, I said walk. There's a difference between hard work and diligent work. Come on, somebody. Hard work is not your portion. It's not. Hard means, hard means you are working, 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 and you're not getting commensurate results. Listen, the Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. Which means hard is the portion of what? The transgressor. Not for you. Your own is graceful work. Your own is smart work. Your own is diligent work. So that when you have done the work you have done, what is taking somebody seven hours, you will do it in two hours. And then you will go and sleep. Say Amen. Wise work, working with the wisdom of God at your disposal. Hallelujah. So that you are not under stress all the time. 
That's not the, that's not your portion. You're just under stress. You can't sleep well. You are worried. You go, you walk from, you wake up around five. You came back home around 11 p.m. You went to bed. You couldn't sleep. You are still walking though. In your mind, you are walking, 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 you are walking. Around 4 a.m., you stay sleeping. One, one hour after, you woke up again. Then you wonder why, why you are not feeling well. You confess, confess, I'm healed, I'm healed by the steps of Jesus. Your cells are telling you, we're not well. Please allow us to rest. Do you know some of you, after you sleep, your sickness will go. When you sleep, your sickness will go. I'm talking from experience. I've been in situations where you'll be sick, sick, sick. Ah, uh-uh, what's going on? Then the Lord will say, go and rest. And then you'll go and rest. And then what happens? You'll be well. Tell your neighbor, rest. Oh, yeah, rest, rest, rest. Do like this to your neighbor. Do like this. <laughs> sleep. Say, Sleep. Say tonight you will sleep. You're not doing it now. Do it. Obey instruction now. Do tonight you sleep. Tonight. You will sleep tonight. What does the Bible say? Be anxious for nothing. What did Paul say? Be anxious for what? Nothing. That's faith. You can't be operating faith and be full of anxiety. What did Jesus say? He says, Peter tells us we should cast our cares on him for he cares for us. We don't have grace to carry cares. We don't have it. That's why whenever we carry cares, we get sick. We don't have the grace to carry cares. We're not grace for that. What did Jesus say? My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Come after me, I'll teach you. I'll teach you how to flow with the rhythms of grace. You will do your work. When you're done, you go and sleep, man. Hallelujah. And when you sleep, sleep well. One day, my, my youngest son entered the room as I was sleeping. I ran out. I went and told his mom, Daddy sounds like helicopter. You know, there's a form of sleep. You enter rapid eye movement. You are deep. Hallelujah. <laughs> you should sleep so deep, eh, like Jesus was sleeping in the stern of the boat. Water was splashing. He was still sleeping. What kind of human being is that? And it annoyed the other, the other people. Though. It annoyed them. And he was sleeping as if there's no storm. He wasn't bothered. Can I be honest with you? That his sleep was the antidote to the storm. Okay. Some of you will get that later. There's a high level of faith, right? When you sleep in faith, right? It is one of the highest levels of faith. When you went to bed, no anxiety, no worries, and you slept like a baby. It's faith. There's a teaching that's going around, and let me let me correct it here. That that the best time to pray for everybody is twelve midnight to three. It's not true. It's not for everybody. Oh, 
Amen. There's a convenient time for each person. Each person's life is different. There's no magic to 12 midnight to 3 a.m. After all, that 12 midnight to 3 a.m. in your time, another zone, it's a different time. Oh. Hallelujah. So if you have to go to work at 6 a.m., please find another time to pray, not from 12 to 5. Then you woke up, you went to work at 6. Then one eye is closed, another eye is open. And you are wondering why you are having headache here. Headache at the back. In the name of spirituality. That's foolishness. Sleep. Some of you look like you're not sleeping well upstairs. Take it. It sounds funny, but you know, there's something happened in church one time. The Lord uh, witnessed to me to talk about people not sleeping well, you know. So, and the Lord told me to speak sleep over them. It was so funny. There was this particular lady. She was just there. So when I said it, right as I said it, she, she dropped on the floor. <laughs> I started sleeping. <laughs> the question now is, when we close church, what do we do now? Hallelujah. And she was sleeping so much, they couldn't wake her up. They were holding her. Like, <laughs> May you sleep tonight. And this year you will walk, but you will sleep. You will walk, but you will sleep. You will walk well, and you will sleep well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when you sleep well, you hear God. Not the one that you sleep with. Someone tell pastor, every time I sleep, I'll be hearing nightmares. I'll be having nightmares, witches and wizards. Why? Listen, your sleep is your sleep. Your dream is your dream. No demon has the right to enter your dream. It's your dream. Send them out. Don't come here again. What? Who are you? This is my dream. When I dream blissful, when I dream peace, when I dream I see glory. Hallelujah. Yes, take charge of your dream state. Whether you are awake or asleep, you still have authority. Sleep, man. Sleep well. Hallelujah. Peter said, We're told all night, caught nothing. All night. They didn't catch one fish. One professional. <laughs> didn't catch one fish. One. Not one. The fish knew him and knew his boat. <laughs> Peter, don't they come? Peter, don't they come? Peter, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, wait, move back, move back. Peter, don't they come? <laughs> Hallelujah. So when Jesus showed up, Peter was tired already. Just, just uh, okay, you want boat? Use boat, man. Use boat because the boat, boat is not even working. It doesn't know the work. Use it. Hallelujah. When he finished, he said, launch out into the deep for a catch. Launch out. That means you must do something. There's still work. Oh. Launch out into the and let down your nets for a catch. 
Master, we have told all night, cut nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, alignment, 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 alignment. This is beyond your own experience. You, your, your experience failed you, but you aligned with God. He went out. When he saw fish, hey, this one, he didn't toil. No toiling, no. He obeyed God. Did the work he was meant to do. Finish. Just go out a little bit to do the deep. And then he started catching fish. Instruction, no. Instruction. Instruction. Listen for instruction. This year you have instruction. Once you have it, do it. Glory to Jesus Christ. Are you still here with me? The man caught so much fish that he knelt down and said, I'm a sinner. You know why he said that? Even his partners did not think it was possible to catch this amount of fish in these waters. You mean we have all these fish inside this water? Do you, you don't know what you have around you. But this year you'll find out. My time is getting up, so my last point, very important, advanced gratitude. You see, this is why it's important to have your expectations written down, because you will start to thank God for it from now. You will thank him. Lord, I thank you. It has come to pass. I thank you. Look what the Lord has done. Okay. Are you understanding my point? You'll be thanking God. And let me quickly give you a scripture here. Go to, okay, John 6, 10, quickly. John 6, 10, my time is up. John 6, 10. John 6, 10, quickly. Look at what Jesus did. Some of us missed this point before the miracle took place. Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. Next verse, watch this. Jesus took the loaves and when he had done what? giving thanks. What was he thanking God for? In advance. Learn to thank God in advance. Because in the eyes of God, it's already done now. Look at 1 Corinthians 14, 15, quickly. I want to show you a new way to pray in tongues. In the new covenant, there's a way to pray in tongues. Look at this. It says, what is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit. I will also sing with the understanding. Watch this, right? I, that means I can sing with the Spirit, right? Fine. Look at the next verse. Otherwise, if you bless with the Spirit, how will he who occupies the place of the uninformed say amen? At your what? Giving of thanks. It's talking about the Spirit, oh. The major chunk of you speaking in tongues in this dispensation should be thanksgiving. Because it's done. You're not asking God to come and do something he hasn't done. So you must have attitude of gratitude even as you speak in tongues. So praying in tongues is not just what you call prayer. It is also thanksgiving. Your heart is what? Gratitude, full of gratitude. That's the best way to speak in tongues. Not the way people speak in tongues as if God, as if 
Jesus Christ must come again, no? Because, because this problem of, he's come again, no? Come again, no? Because we're dying, no? We're, we, we're, we have died. Motiku, come down. That's how they're praying. Limba shalabaha, kure, salemba, zaleva zugada, ege dege dege. This kind of prayer, you be smiling. Not, not the one you are looking so ugly. Even the angels are afraid of you. The angels are afraid of you, man. Whenever you start praying, the angels say, "Ah, up there go, up there go, up there go, up there go." Oh, yeah, move back. I beg now, help heaven so that heaven can, can relax. The way you pray, you are bringing anxiety into heaven. The angels will wonder, ah, I thought Jesus finished the work now. What is going on here? Tell your neighbor, relax. Jesus has got it, man. Hallelujah. Now listen. Just for one minute. My time is up. For one minute, just practice. Practice speaking in tongues with gratitude, victory, and joy. Practice. Let me see your face. Shalamba, Sheligada, Isanda Leba, Sheliba Some of you are struggling. No. Break free in Jesus' name. Shalamba Gay. Shalambande Kurigadaga. Shala. Some of you, you can even stand up and, and just be, just be flowing. Lekita, Lekuta, Leki, Sakataya, Oregadege. Zendali, Embradego. Embrede, Brede, Brede, Bredeba, Brenda Busataya. Woo, Sheketa. Glory, 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 glory. Makasuka tayemba ruku setea. Ela, ela, ela. Ezembra tu mazada. Victory, 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 victory. Ah, shalimba ke nabuzakaya. Days of glory. Days of glory. Days of glory. Shalabande kaluka sata. Bendeva sula bahaya. Ezentala brege salavuta bahaya. Ashanda leemba ruku vuza bata. Bakia talia basula bahaya. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't you sense the anointing? This is quicker. You get results quicker like this than trying to make Jesus come down again. Sit down briefly, please. If you are here and you have any pain in your body, Stand up. Any pain at all, anywhere. Stand up. All right. Now, if you're here, you may not have pain in your body, but there's some kind of illness that has been diagnosed. In other words, there's some kind of sickness in your body, even if, even if pain is not a symptom. Stand up and join them. 
especially I, I sense there are five people with sickle cell disease. This is the last day of sickle cell disease in your life. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to give a simple instruction. Right? The angels here, the angels I operate with when it comes to healing, they're here. And they're going to assist. And when I ask you to do this, the angels are going to move. And they're going to fix some things. Some of you, the, the, the pain is, 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 they're going to fix your spine. They're going to fix your spine now. Hallelujah. Some of your internal organs, are, they're going to move inside and start to move some things. You will even feel it in some cases. Hallelujah. That, that migraine will, will stop tonight. Say amen. Are you ready? I'm going to ask you to jump up eight times. And at the end of the eighth time, you're going to shout glory. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Do you believe me? All I need from you is just believe. God and the angels will do the rest. The power of God is here already. Let's not make it complicated. Are you ready? Are you ready? At the count of three, you're going to jump up eight times. Can you do it? You're going to, this is a jump of faith. It's a jump of faith. Hallelujah. Are you ready? One, two, three, jump. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shout, shout. 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 Stand it. Remain standing. Oh yeah. Check yourself. Check yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. If you can feel the difference, wave at me. Wave at me. Yeah. Yeah. Good. 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 Wave at me. Wave at me. There are many of you. Yeah. And there are many watching online too. And that's because you can feel it. There's some things you can't feel, but it's been fixed. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God praise.